Whoa, it's 8 p.m. in the afternoon, man. It's the evening time. It's time for my radio show. So I've got four guests on today. Uh, Fee, Divine, and Nixon. Yeah, yeah. Hi. Hi. So I'm gonna let you introduce yourselves real quick. Okay, so my name's Fee. I'm currently a student at Northampton University and I study illustration, so I'm about that creative lifestyle. My name is Divine. I also study at the University of Northampton. I'm studying law, so I'll check you if I have to, you know what I'm saying? My name is Nixon. I also study at the University of Northampton. I'm studying sports, exercise and drama. Yeah, it's a weird combination, but I love it. Uh, thank you, thank you, man. These three people, we go way back, like, I'm talking about, because I finished university last year, but um, there's definitely been some interesting times, so hopefully we can explore that a little bit tonight. By the way, uh, A Quiet Place 2 is coming up. So, today, yeah, we're going to be talking about beauty and the definition of beauty and laws of attraction. Essentially, what the show is going to be on is going to be on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. We're talking about the deep topics, um, things that we talk about, you know, in the uni house or things we might talk about with our friends or boys. Just get the youth involved and like discussing and put that out there um, for you guys to listen to and enjoy. So, I'm going to hit you with the first question. And I'm going to throw it to Divine because she's right in front of me. Okay. If I had to ask you the definition of beauty, what would you give it as? Hmm. That's an interesting one. Because we use the word a lot in this lifetime. So you could either use it to express what someone is like physically, what they're like spiritually, you know, if they're glowed up on the inside or if it's on the outside, you know. I don't feel like I actually know what the definition is. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I just feel like we use it to explain what meets the eye. So if we like what we see, we'll say it's beautiful. Yeah, it's like based on what the person sees. Yeah, it's all on what your vision is, what you've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Nixon. Oh my goodness, yeah. Yeah, so obviously we're going to talk about is Love Island now. Love Island is a TV show just relaunched its new season yesterday and for those who don't know what Love Island is it's a group of people you know random people across the UK thrown in together and essentially are told to make love basically and the best couple essentially the last remaining couple wins the game um, now Love Island has a lot of attention a lot for good reasons not for bad reasons um, because there's a certain definition or requirement that needs to fit into that sort of show to be on that show. Um, do you feel like the standards that they've set in terms of how a woman should look and how a man should look fit in with your views? Of beauty? Of beauty and attraction. Mm, it's quite a difficult one because going on from a divine set, you could also say that it's like a combination of shape, appearance, um, I can't think of anything or any more words to go with my definition of beauty. But I'd say probably not because most of these women that have gone in have, what's the word I'm looking for? Is it augmented their body? I can't remember, I'm using big words, but yeah. <laughs> 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 There's obviously done so much to their body to actually try and go into Love Island when it doesn't really work out because I mean, 
obviously I'm on social media a lot, especially on Instagram. Yeah, we see on Snapchat yeah. a lot still. <laughs> Every day story time. <laughs> yeah, if you wanna tell me later. But yeah, they, oh, you can drop it right now, you know. Ah, uh, cool. So my Instagram, yeah, is no man's to be honest. Snap me, and I'll tell you. But yeah, going on from what you're saying, <laughs> um, you probably see a lot on the news as well. Like there was a woman who wanted to go on love and so bad that she spent about what thousands, millions, and she still didn't get picked. Oh, oh that yeah, one. she, she spent like all that plastic surgery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Knowing that she went to all those lamps to know that you still didn't get picked. That says a lot about the show to me. Yeah, mm. I even found out that you know Megan that was on there last year. Yeah, that was because she applied for the year before. But apparently they didn't like her personality or what she looked like. Mm-hmm. So when she applied the second time, she had to leave out certain things that she revealed about herself in order to get on. Yeah. So she couldn't talk about the fact that, oh, she also liked girls as well. Oh, I didn't know that. There you go. Mm. Yeah, she had to leave that out because then they'd be like, right, no, you're kind of being selfish still. <laughs> so, Fee, one of the interesting or controversial people on the show last year was a woman called Samira. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have been comparing her to the new sort of token black woman of Love Island in Yawande, who is, you know, Nigerian, Mama Naja. Yeah, got rep it. I'm, I'm Nigerian myself, just for anyone doesn't know. So, so am I, so yeah. am I repping, repping. Yeah, so we've got, we've got Portuguese. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> I, I've Portuguese. Yeah, so the Congolese one proudly, please. <laughs> Yeah, so my question to you, Fee, is what do you think of the criticism that Samira faced in terms of last season and how she sort of, I guess, struggled to find someone in a very strict way of looking at, like the guys there, for example, pretty much had, you know, you had to be ripped. Um, nice smile. That's pretty much it. What did you teeth? Um, <laughs> well, okay. First things first. I don't know why black people go on Love Island because it's a white people show. Not that it's a bad thing, but listen, the type of white people that are going on to there are not into chocolate. Let's be honest, they're not. We all saw the way that Amber looked at Sharif when he picked her. Listen, your preference doesn't like you as a preference. It's peak. But um, honestly, <laughs> following on from that, like, it's just a case of, I think it kind of shows how the dating scene can be sometimes, especially if you're somebody that is looking to date interracially. So it's quite interesting because by our standards, she's beautiful. Like she's a very, very pretty girl, you know. There's nothing wrong with her at all. She has a nice body, nice face. Um, but the thing is, it's like Love Island isn't the place you should go to if you want to find somebody. Love Island isn't the place if you want to be talking about beauty ideals because they're very superficial. Even though, I mean, like some of the girls they brought on to Love Island, I'm sorry, I've questioned, is this what people really think is considered beauty? Because this is average to me. But mm. you know, 
um, even the criticism that she faced was mad because it was very different to the criticism that the other girls faced. And I think society as a whole has this whole view that they're very strict when it comes to black girls, especially dark-skinned black girls. Once you have a dark-skinned black girl, it's like the level you have to be to be considered beautiful is higher than somebody that is white or light-skinned. Like, I have to be near flawless be to be considered be beautiful to some people, mm -hmm. whereas somebody else from another race or somebody that is black but light-skinned will be considered beautiful when they only have half of the beauty that I have, if that makes sense. Yeah, nah, completely understand, yeah. Better click those fingers. So I think that some of the criticism was probably because of the strict standards that black women and dark skinned black women have to adhere to to be considered beautiful. And then, like I said before, <clears throat> Love Island is, you know, it's targeting a certain demographic. Even when everybody watches it, we watch it. I'm not going to lie. Black people watch it because it's banter. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. It's, it's banter. Yeah. But it's like, it's not something I'm watching and being like, oh yeah, this is what I need to look like. No. The fact is like, the fact that people are actually having to do, you know, cosmetic surgery just to get on the show, that's telling you something. Right. Mm. That the, whatever beauty standard that they're asking for, it doesn't even exist because these people have to actually, you know, alter their own appearance to now get onto a show. Yeah. So you're essentially not looking the natural way you are. You're mm. looking a whole different way. And then you're now coming in and saying, oh yeah, this is me. This is what I am. And I'm like, no, that's not you. Mm. So, yeah. Do you think it could? I guess it's to all of you. Do you think it could be slightly more than the fact that you know it's a white? For example, in last season, there wasn't really that many black males, and the ones that were there were attracted to white women. Mm. Um, but one thing I've noticed in the street is that I see a black woman and she's walking hand in hand with a white man. Um, but it doesn't seem to reflect on the show at Love Island. So obviously, it's entertainment based, and we've established that. Um, is there anything from Love Island that actually represents society as a whole? The way that um, people have a certain view on black girls, I think, represents it a lot. Um, but this isn't really Love Island contestants, but basically it's just, um, like the public's view. Because like if you go onto like social media, like Twitter and everything, you're seeing how white men in particular are reacting to people like Samira and Yawande. And it's like some of them are taking the absolute Piss. sorry excuse my language but a lot of people are taking like they're just being so rude about it then there's some people that actually find her very, find them very attractive attractive but it's in like a more fetish way than yeah. of yeah. actual genuine attraction mm -hmm. so it's like it's like a tricky one that's what i was thinking because as i was strolling through the timeline I was seeing a lot of white men were like, oh yeah, you're one day, this, this, this. And I'm thinking, is it actual attraction or is it like you said, is it just like a fetish? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so talking about laws of attraction, um, I'm sure we've all been attracted to someone before. Attracted to someone. Sometimes, sometimes I question myself. Oh, sister, say it again. There's been plenty and I regret it. Remember, attraction doesn't necessarily mean that you're, you know, that person's right for you or you're in love with a person it could just be you know that that hmm. oh now what's the meaning of all this jackie yeah. yeah her face could look like a chisel but it'll still go <laughs> <laughs> wow so nixon hi yes 
<laughs> you know, I've known you for a while, so I, I sort of have, you know, an idea of, you know, what your what your preference is. Do you think that's changed? My God is good. <laughs> <laughs> Has it changed? Yeah. Um, How much do you think it's changed? since like you was younger so let's go back to like primary school so for example i'm going to be honest here when i was in primary school yeah i had a crush on a woman oh no woman she was actually a woman now but she was a girl back then i mean technically had had a crush on beyonce and like sierra as well yeah celebrities are different yeah but when i was younger my first crush was a girl in my primary school that she was a girl. No, yeah, she was a blonde. Yeah, she was a girl, please. And she was <laughs> And she was blonde and she was white. Um nothing wrong with that at all. But you know, as my got older I became to, you know, hook onto the whole hashtag black love, you know, mm. trend. Black lives matter me. Black lives matter, black love matters all day. Mm. Um So that's just an example. Um so I was asking you, that do you feel like you're levels of attraction has changed in terms of like where you've been where you've grown up and like that, that kind of stuff i'd say so yeah because obviously originating all the way from you know east hack i must about to say east hackney what kind of postcode is that <coughs> from the east obviously in hackney i was more surrounded with the ethnic minority than obviously hmm. and in this case when my dad would say european people then is that not what they are <laughs> if you want to call them that, yeah. So yeah, I think my my attraction to them was always there from because it still hasn't changed now. But it's just now I look for more than just skin tone. If you know yeah. what I mean, I look more for personality, laughter, all sorts because that's what everyone wanted. Because I still remember growing up, this the girl had to look like an hourglass, built from top to bottom, mm. tall, eight high, whatever, short. My height, because obviously, you know, I'm five foot seven. So, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But, you know, we try. Yeah. But I'd say it hasn't changed. Like, going back to, like you said, the definition of BRT, I still like the ethnic matter. So, yeah, I still like that. Mm. Still is there. You mentioned um, that your, your height, so you've made out your height now. So, <laughs> you potentially might have eliminated, you know, half of the girls on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> According to the statistics, yeah, I'm five four seven and a half. Man. Yeah, I know half, man. Don't worry, I measured myself. Unfortunately, the half is, is not gonna, it's not gonna save you. <laughs> Don't save it. It saves me when I go to the NHS and I stop printing. So it saves me. Yeah, so I'm gonna pose this um sort of like defeat and divine um this whole sort of stereotype about a six foot guy, you know, tall, dark, handsome. Dark, chocolate. Do you feel like you fit, or in terms of, like, in terms of what you're attracted to, do you feel like you fit in that, sort of, like you're looking for a six foot, tall person? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I won't lie. <laughs> we come to the truth. <laughs> yes. And do you feel like that was influenced by Morris Chestnut, yes. Morris Chestnut. Oh, is he? Yes. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know if he's six foot. But I don't know if he's six foot. I just thought because he's bald. She's just steaming. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, huh? Wait, does it really? Do you know what? I'm not gonna lie. For me, it was probably because my family members, all the men in my family, are, are tall. You know, like my dad's six foot four, my grandpa's six foot two, 
My uncles are six feet. I like, receive it. Yeah, I'm here at five foot three. We still don't understand, but you know, life goes on. But it's like, you know, saying that though, before I used to be very picky and like all my exes before were like six foot and above. But then after a while, you know, I got older and my preference started to change. And it wasn't because my standards faltered. It didn't falter. It was just a case of I was becoming more open, would you yeah. say? And then I realized my actual height that I, it took me some time, but I realized I'm actually a short person, you know? So it's like, <laughs> I, I can go lower and it wouldn't really affect me as much as say a girl that's five foot seven. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if a girl that's five foot seven would have to go, they wouldn't be like, no, I'm not entertaining no man that's five foot five, five foot six. Whereas for me, it's calm, I'm five foot three. It's calm, it's calm, but yeah. Um, but essentially I still, think six foot is still attractive you know six foot and above anybody that's six foot and above my snapchat is <laughs> if you want to add that so someone turned into like a little bit of a dating tinder thing for a few everybody say yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's okay it's okay it's okay but yeah i think just to add on to what fee was saying when you become more open about your options then you start to see because obviously growing up in essex like, it was mainly white boys in my school, my yeah. mom, which is fine. So... Was it really? I don't know, because then, until maybe I got to college, I never really looked at black guys like that, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did. I had a crush on Bow Wow. Wow. Okay, that's when that's I celebrities. Like, he was when he was younger. around, mm-hmm. that makes sense. In my area, it was mainly white boys, so it was just like, okay, you fancy the old Charlie, the old Jack. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's mainly when I got older that you start to see that these chocolate things are about you're like okay hmm. you know wow. the same thing could be said for the love island contestants because you know environment plays a big part into who you find attractive and mm. who you don't yeah of course um that's why when people um you know sometimes question somebody's preferences it makes sense but like essentially the black people that do go on love Island, a lot of them are from far away places nobody knows like your one day is from dublin it's not the right place. Dublin's a nice place, but how many black people are there? Mm. It's not London, you know? And I know that it can be, it's, it's diverse, but it's not as diverse as like, you know, um, London. So I wouldn't be surprised if she was more surrounded by white people. Because I, when I was younger, like Divine, I was surrounded, I went to a school mainly white. And in primary school, there was only three black people in my year. No, mm. two and a half. One of them was mixed race. So... She called herself half. So I was like, okay. So two and a half. But I'm like, um, basically, essentially, it's like, you know... Wait, did she fit in well? Yeah, she actually did. Nice. She was pretty. She was pretty. She was like half um, Sri Lankan, half Jamaican. Okay, because she said she's pretty if she was ugly. I was still at her. What do you mean? You said she's yeah. still one of us. Nixon said, "Did she fit in well?" You no, said she yeah, did fit in well. She's pretty. No, I'm just saying she fit in well and she's pretty. Uh-huh. There's and, not okay. because. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> we just wanted to clear that out. Just wanted to let people know. So, in terms of like um, looks and personality, um, if you was to put them on a scale, which one weigh the heaviest? Okay, let's, let's be honest. This now. Okay, I'm gonna be honest here. I don't know about anybody else, yeah. but looks are important to me. Personality is very important, but that's not what I'm seeing when I'm first looking at you still. I'm looking at your face. 
and if your face is not making sense, then we're not making sense. Because exactly, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I know you know there's a lot of people that say personality is important. Personality is important when I'm getting to know you, but before that happens, the initial attraction, I need to be attracted to you. I need it to be a case of yeah, we can do it right now, right here. When I see you, I'm like. <laughs> if I'm not feeling that, then I'm sorry. What's the difference between you and a friend? Mm. If it's just platonic Ooh. feelings, I'm just like feeling that, like for that. you. Mm. Come on. So would you agree in terms of like um, attraction is defined by looks first of all, and then she gets to yeah, the person? Yeah, because you see the the face before you see the personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel like personality. Say like if you're already friends with the person, mm-hmm. you may not see them in that way, mm-hmm. but they will come become attractive because of their personality. Yeah. That happens sometimes, but when it's just like a day to day, you know, you bump into someone, the first thing you see is their face. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If they're not nice, it's like sorry, you got man, or someone's <laughs> church. When I see your face, <laughs> I'm a believer. Hey, if I'm shout to track. <laughs> But personality is also important. If you don't make me laugh, Mm. no, I agree with that. I don't feel like it can work. I'm funny as it is. I know that. But if you don't make me laugh, wow, confidence. We love that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that's how Jay Z got Beyonce. Hundreds, hundreds, hundreds. This game must have been strong. Because I'd say it's 50-50 for me. But no, because I do agree with what you two said about looks. Because the personality art comes after is like the icing on top. Because someone's yeah. personality can be so much that their looks just start to glow up a little bit more. Because I yeah. definitely agree with what you said. Like, yeah. That happens, it's, yeah. yeah. It's looks like it's it's not like your personality is written all over your face. Do you get what I mean? Oh, I'm a Leo. <laughs> <laughs> Libra, do you get what I mean? Cook. <laughs> I cook, I clean, <laughs> I'm from Congo, do you get what I mean? It doesn't happen like that. So I'll tell you, it's looks person, so obviously after when you talk to the person, it's when their personality tends to show. It's like exactly. obviously an example when we go, um, when you get the person's number, obviously you're hoping that their conversational level is A1, do you get mm. what I mean? I'm not here to be saying, hello, bye, is this BBM? Back then when I had to top up and message myself, so it says, hello, hello, hello. so I know like- that I topped up my BBM, nah, I don't run like that. Mm. So yeah, I'd say definitely looks first for me, like probably they say 51% and then 50%. Oh no, tell it like 50 what kind of maths is that? 49% personality. Who was who was Nixon's maths teacher? Now I'll probably have to agree, because um I guess for me it's like um well technically my ladies in the room right now. Oh. So so therefore ciao, ciao. You know, ciao, baby. everything that I say is, you know, monitored. I'll say that for sure. No, say things with your chest. I will say it. Yes. I will say it. So let me tell you how, you know, I met her and attraction happened. <laughs> um, so at first, obviously, I met her, um, but I think it was more to do with personality. Oh, I was there. <laughs> it was almost like as if I saw her and I was like, wow, she's nice. Oh. But, but then as you get to know the person, it's like hey. you start to unlock that inner... You know, that inner view, yeah, she's just... Mm-hmm. It's okay, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Ma'am. Ma'am. <laughs> yeah, um, and it was... It sort of, like, dawned on me. It sort of, like, grew to the point where I was like, man, I can't miss out on this. He used the word dawn. Can you imagine? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. What a metaphor. Lucky girl. Somewhere, isn't it? 
in it. Sometimes people get called night and milk, but you call it dawn, Martin. But yeah, I think attraction's a huge part of it. Like, at the end of the day, um, let's, I'm trying not to compare people to possessions, um, but a lot of times when you want to go for something, you see it first and think, wow, this looks nice. Um, some people do it on impulse, some people take their time with it. Mm. Uh, but if you take your time with it, you miss out. Yeah. Mm. Don't cry don't beg. Yes, You want to apply value to that person, you get what I mean? It's like mm. when you said, when you saw her first, the idea is that, oh, she's attractive, then you put value on top of it, saying, this is something that I need to go for. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that value, Tell that job you want to apply for. If you don't go and apply, somebody else will apply and they'll get a job. Exactly. <laughs> and I guess it also even sometimes the fact that, say, if someone likes you as well as attracted to you, that might get you attracted to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're like, ooh, alright, she's feeling me. Alright. I'm gonna start feeling that too. Sometimes some people show attraction to me and I'm thinking, is this why I attract? Please. <laughs> Please. You know, when you get super liked on Tinder, you're like, where? In the oh, our conversation. <laughs> no, you see me in device conversations back and forth. We are disappointed. Where the hell? <laughs> Who approved your account? I'll screenshot and be like, Fee. Don't you just see is Is this the law of attraction? Because, like, it's not attraction. Is it love attraction what you put into this world <laughs> is what you get back? Honestly, I put goodness. I put good things. Why am I getting bad? I do my quiet time. I pray. <laughs> I pay <laughs> my tithes. <laughs> I'm in the ministry. I pay my tithes. <laughs> you attract the child here at the end of the day. My pastor uh, said, receive 50 fold, 100 fold. It's not a year. It's not a year yet. So one of the um, contestants in the current one, Anton, um, hey, that guy. He's mad, yeah. bro. That's so. No, I feel like he's trying to beg it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what beg the whole idea? Yeah, he's trying to beg it. He's trying to be an Adam, but you're not. He's trying to be like. Yeah, I feel like they're trying to. The Love Island contestants that basically, obviously, they've probably obviously tuned into the one last year. I feel like they've tried to embody some of the characters. Exactly. You know what I mean, like. Because I'm just trying to be Megan out here. Yeah, exactly. Because think about it, like, look at um, Megan was one of the contestants that joined later in it. Yeah. From look at that, from her, she blew. I feel sorry for people like well, what's her name, Kendall, Haley. They were there for some time, but they didn't blow. Man said who? Huh. Did you say who? I forgot about them still. Yeah, that's Kendall left in the first week. I mean, most of them even got signed by Boohoo. Yeah. But the others didn't. Sometimes oh, I think only one of them got a pretty little thing. That's a, I can you imagine? That's a mm. big man. That's how I see it. Like they're trying to embody the other contestants saying, yeah, if I do it like this, if I like them, yeah, I may get rewarded this way mm. too. Yeah, yeah. So, point. so do you feel like as if... Because Kaz um, is making money out here. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She's in third place, imagine. And Anton is sort of... Um, a lot of people have sort of accused him of comparing her to Jay, which is a character of being between us. Um, he was known <laughs> to chat a lot of... Yes. A lot of... Yeah, bomb. a lot of nonsense. Um, so do you feel like as if people are faking it um, in order to make it themselves yeah. more attractive. I really Definitely. hope so. Cause remember that guy that said he gets his mom to shave his bum. Oh my gosh! I oh. really hope that was a lie. Was this yesterday? Yes. Yeah. I must have missed that. You missed. I think you missed it yeah, when he said it. Heart. And he so said shaped. it. As, he said it as soon as he was coupled up with a girl. I don't. Was What's his name? Uh, oh, that's a good question. I don't remember his name anymore. You know. 
Oh, this is bad. He was the first one to come on the What's his name? Like, it wasn't Owen. It was um. No, I'm never too sure. And they had, they have such is it the with curly hair? No, 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 no. I'm gonna search it. Do you know? What? Yeah, keep quickly okay. search, search, search. Yeah. Um, because I think like it's a, uh, it's probably a growing problem. People are doing the most to get themselves attracted. Um, people attract, sort of like a get themselves more numbers, more digits, more girls. If you're a guy, more guys to you know buy them a drink. Essentially. Yeah. Um, do the most to even stay. Because I think the only person that actually broke that stigma was Jack. Because did you see how Jack was built? My name care. Yeah. He got yeah. Danny. He won Love Island. Yeah. It's only now that he just thought. You know, let me put in the effort to actually make my feel good and look good now. Yeah. Even though it's a shame they broke up, it's a bit peak. It's not gonna lie, I am a big fan of Tommy Fury. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hundred. Yeah. Hold that thought. We're gonna go on a quick break. Uh, Back in a bit. myself ft come on yeah ft ft where did ft come from you know yeah it's a funny story because it's like basically darren, could darren actually made it up yeah he couldn't say first name so he said ft can you imagine i thought it was facetime people would be like yeah ft <laughs> 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 
FaceTime, FaceTime, I think someone even said free them as well. Free them, bro. Free them, 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 free Specifically preferences, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because of course everybody has a preference, whether it's small or big. Some people is too big, you know. And then that's when you have to question. Oh, they take it to the Are you car. your preference's preference? Mm. Mm. Say it. Because <laughs> like, how do I explain it? It's like, I have a preference, but it's it's kind of weird when I explain it. But I'll, I'll try and explain it so that people can understand. But it's like. Me personally, I don't mind dating outside of my race. I've done it before. Like, there's some races I won't do it again. <laughs> but you know, experience, isn't it? Ethnicities or races? No. Races. Countries or races? Okay. No, races. <laughs> like a whole race. This is. I like them. It's just not as for people. me. As people, yeah. You know when you like them as people, but. Romantically, no. Wait, so you would, again. you would block off someone just for their race? So, like, you know, the whole, like, you... Do you know, it's not even the race, it's the culture that they're behind, that they come from. And I just... I'm sorry, but I just look at it and I'm like... Do you know what it is? How do I describe... How do I explain this? Okay, for instance, I don't think I could get with an English person. And the reason I say this is because... You know, I I know the culture well because I was brought up here, was born here, brought up here. But it's like there's a difference between associating with it because you live here, and then associating with it because you're married to a person that actually cut, that is from there. And it's like there's it clashes. And on top of that, it's like you know, some of them look at you and your culture, and they don't really wanna you know immerse themselves in it they're kind of like they just like you because maybe you look good but they don't really like your culture they don't really like what you stand for all of that and i've actually dealt with something like that and i'm i'm not in the mood so i won't do it again but one thing i will say is that my preference for each race is different like for for like black men it could be a case of um i like them tall i could like them mid mid-range like i don't really have a preference for dark skin not gonna lie Recently, I've been having this thing for light-skinned men. I don't know where it came from. Maybe it's because they're different. Because before, I never used to find them attractive. Like, still to this day, you know, I don't find Chris Brown attractive. Even during the whole, like, what's it called, early 2000s era where, like... Yeah, I did not find them. I wasn't feeling them. And it's all of a sudden, it's, all, it's only recently, like, in the last two years, that it's become something more common but i think part of the reason is because i used to think that they didn't find dark-skinned women attractive so i just never looked i'm i would go to where i'm wanted so you know i wouldn't entertain people that aren't into me sorry that's wasting my time but now that you know things are changing i guess i'm entertaining them because they're entertaining me like i've noticed that there's a difference like there's more um light-skinned men approaching me and just approaching dark-skinned women in particular but um 
you know, the only reason why I'm calm with it is because I know that I I attract some. So it's like to some of them, I'm their preference. But you know, there's some people that you have to question their preference because like I said, environment, your environment plays a part in what you're attracted to. Like I said, I was brought up in a white, a white area. So at first I was attracted to white boys mainly. But then when I was surrounded by black people, I became more attracted to black people. And mm. that stuck with me since because obviously I'm now associating myself with mostly black people. Mm-hmm. But it's like you have some, let's say black, let's 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 say for what it is you have some black men here and some black women as well that will then go out of their way and be like no i don't find my i don't find black people attractive Mm. and i'm just like how is that possible because some of you are from south london the deep depths of south london we are talking peckham brixton and you're out here telling me you don't find your black people attractive when that's who you've been surrounded by this whole entire time then all of a sudden you come and tell them and then those type of people like there's nothing wrong with um have um with dating outside and there's nothing wrong with you know experimenting but to actually say you will not date your own that's weird i'm yeah, sorry I find that, I find that's that weird I find and that preference that that's not even a preference in a way like you think it would be like oh like I prefer purple to blue or oh mm-hmm. I prefer spaghetti bolognese to spaghetti and meatballs that's not that's not a preference this is rooted in colorism yeah I wouldn't even say that like it's there's so many different factors that can make you attracted to someone you could be in the area around people that are of that certain race or that certain personality that kind of style and you won't like them it could even just be because like we sort of live in a world where like um people or either introverted or extroverted. You like to be out or you like to be inside. Mm. A lot of times if you're inside at home, you're watching something. Or you're watching TV, or you're on YouTube, or I don't know, whatever you're doing in, in your own room, your own business. Um, so sometimes it might just be a fact that like, for example, celebrities, when you like attracted to a celebrity, you have like a celebrity crush. That isn't because you see them every day on the street. It's just because you see them on TV and you're like, mm. I like that. If you get, um, or it could just be um, what you watch on TV it might be like a certain TV character. Like for me, it might be like a certain um, TV character and I look at that TV character and I say, hmm, she's looking nice. And then, then again, that might turn into like a certain type that I might have for that period of time. Yeah. If you get what I mean. So. I mean, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um... There's also one thing as well that Anton said that was pretty interesting. Um, when he asked about what he was attracted to, he said that he actually prefers girls who have had breast surgery, which is... When did he say that? In his um, into your Instagram. Have you seen little clips? Oh, uh, he likes big boobs. Yeah, he said, no, he said he likes a girl that is blonde and, like, has fake breasts. He literally mentions the word fake. Wow. Oh, like, you know when they're about to come into the villa and they show the little clip? No, 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 like, just the whole... Yeah, I think it's on Instagram anyway, but, like, it's just saying, oh, okay. oh, hi, I'm Anton, I'm from this brother that I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anton's that Scottish one, isn't it? Yes. Oh, oh they tried to move me. to, um... That gala, the fire thing. Yes, Him. okay. Yeah. There we go. Cool. cool. Um, so he had a certain preference. He said he wants a blonde girl, almost like a bit, like... I'm not to be kind of a bit deep here, but a bit like, what's it called, uh, Hitler? And preferred, like, a 
and she got us blue eyes. Oh, I mean, yeah, like long girls like blue eyes sort of thing. That's that was sort of like his. You know, that's actually like the standard of beauty amongst white people yeah it's like, all like blonde blue eyes that's Maxine's the standard of beauty yeah even the modern industry as well mm-hmm. like even though most people actually have black hair most at least female models from what i know um are blonde yeah even though majority people are everyday people who they're technically meant to embodify um i guess was sort of like modern is meant to transition to like more being like an idol rather than more one for the people so now that you sort of see um, everyday TV adverts, so now you're seeing more plus size women. Which I don't even, yeah. I don't even definition anyway. Like the definition of plus size women is a bit. Don't really get it. It's just you are what you are. For me. To be honest, um, because it depends how you see it. Because how, like you just said about the modeling industry, in it, you know how there's the idea of like your occupation could be an influencer, but that, the idea that I still think is what are you actually influencing? Yeah. Because people, like you said, big breasts, big bum, go do surgery. So are you trying to influence the younger generation? It's good to do this, knowing that sometimes you can actually die from it, but no one talks about it. You, you, I mean? you see these influencers going to Turkey to that, was it clinic hub thing? I don't even know, but it's some clinic. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. You flight to Turkey. You go there, you and the, the doctor, you share a hotel room, you sleep, and then you go. Sometimes they don't wake up. No, I mean, when it comes to cosmetic surgery, right now the most dangerous one is BBL, you know, Brazilian butt lift. And it's like, it's it's called, yeah, Yeah. it's called Brazilian butt lift. It's actually the most dangerous. Like, if you guys have watched this show, it's on um, E! New, it's on E! Channel, it's called Botched. And there's these two surgeons that are very well respected in within the um, surgery industry, within medicine industry, and they fix what other surgeons have messed up. So like like, Dr. Miami. Yeah, yeah, like Dr. Miami, those type of people. And these two surgeons came onto, I think it was Ellen or some talk show like that. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about surgery, you know, do's and don'ts, how to go to a good doctor, all of that. Then they started talking about which surgeries are less invasive, which ones are most invasive. And they said that the newest one, BBL, that's becoming very popular, Mm -hmm. is one of the most, it's the most dangerous one. What's invasive? Um, invasive means like you know you have different types of surgery so you have ones that are non-invasive like lasers um, laser lipo where it does they don't they don't um, put needles inside you it's a laser that will literally burn the fat from just heat on your stomach then there's um, actual liposuction traditional way where they put a tube into your stomach and suck Suck out the fat Mm -hmm. which one's more expensive then no, they're both expensive. Oh, they're both expensive as is. I think laser will be a bit cheaper because it's not as, it's not as um, time consuming. Mm. But they're still both in the thousands. But they said BBL is the most expensive because when they're doing the fat transfer and they're transferring it to the bum, there's this um, artery that leads up. It's like it's like this artery that leads that has a straight direct connection to the brain, and it's like a very thin layer that covers it between the actual your actual bum, the muscle, and the actual artery. And some and he said that a lot of doctors are not um, well advised in the surgery. So a lot of people, what they're doing is they're going to these doctors that don't know what they're doing, and the chances of a doctor injecting the fat into that artery is so high that's why there's a lot of people dying from the surgery if they inject the fat into that artery best believe it's instant death that's so mad so it's like the damage is not just emotional because sometimes in the 
pursuit of happiness, which is actually the happiness of others rather than yourself. Um, you sort of want to do surgery or you might want to impress a certain person by, you know, overcoating on, I don't know, changing your hair. Maybe like, for example, if you're a guy, you, uh, your hairline is not working. And you go and spend... And it, happen, it happens. It happens. Who like, put their hairline was a safari? Yeah. And someone else. Who was it? Oh, my teacher, my history teacher did that. You it's know, a, it's he a very good thing. He had a hairline transplant. Yeah, she wore 12. His hair became a tiger. It's a very interesting. Like, I've seen this tiger. And Wayne Rooney. Yeah, Wayne Rooney's also Wayne Rooney a well-known person for doing it. Yeah. He, 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 he needed it. And then. He needed it. It's okay. And nowadays, you can almost just get like a, you know, your hairline's gone back. Oh, she's replacing it in a couple of days. Yeah, to pay. You can even go to the barbers now. And then hair on the side to having the hair on the top. Who do rags anymore? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Like it's like Nixon was saying about influencers. Like you see it, and then it becomes like a trend. Like the B, BBL. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the BBM thing that everyone's doing. It's kind of like you see it, and it's like okay, because this person's done it. Me too. I'm gonna go and do it. And mm-hmm. then it's like everybody on Instagram is doing it. Then you feel some kind of pressure. Mm. You know, one thing to add to that is that, um, you know, it's just a quick thing. When they do surgery, most people don't realize that, you know, you have to actually upkeep in exercise and dieting because people have this um, this thing where they think that once you do surgery, your body's going to stay that way. Oh, it yeah, doesn't. There was this one lady that did surgery, liposuction, like two years ago. You know, she gained the weight back and then some. Like you actually, once you do the, it's like when you get your teeth whitened. Like you don't just leave it, leave the, leave the dentist and never look back. Mm-hmm. You have to. Up, there's some toothpaste you have to use. Yeah, yeah, there's some toothpaste you have to use. There's certain foods you have to stay away from because it will stain your teeth. Yeah. There's certain drinks you have to, you can't eat. There's certain foods you can't, you can't eat. Like it's the same thing with surgery. There's certain things you have to go, you have to start going gym. You're mm-hmm. gonna have to do, start doing all these different things to have the upkeep of your body. Otherwise, it's gonna go back. There's even, because you mentioned teeth, I just remembered, there's even this one thing where they file, I can't remember what they do, they like they file, file your teeth. They file your teeth, yeah. And then, what do they do after? It's like they, I don't know what they do afterwards, but it's like, people are losing their teeth because of it because they want their teeth to be a certain shape and they want it to be a certain colour mm-hmm. and it's even resulting to people losing their teeth because they've gone to this extra amount so they're brushing two or three times a day they want to go and do this mm-hmm. Oh, because they want you know straight straight shine shine teeth <laughs> but they don't know that oral B works too number one toothpaste requested by dentists <laughs> just like you said about um, liposuction. I can't remember. There's like a sore surgery. It's all meant that man can get six packs. Like they can put six packs. Apparently, on. that's how Drake got his. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. I will never believe it. You guys are. Jo- you think I'm joking? Like search it. Apparently, he actually got like. <laughs> <laughs> no, most people. Most people actually do have six packs. This is covered by fat. If you take away the fat, your six pack is gonna start showing. There was actually that um time when is it Kanye West went crazy on the is it TMZ whatever the news channel mm. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he was quite emotional. Uh, I, I was almost quite. I was almost like quite sad after watching it um and he was almost like shouting like oh i got lipo i got lipo for y'all um and he was like 
I did it like for y'all. It was like, are we not like if he's a celebrity, someone that does technically doesn't even need to. In it, he's looking at his body. You know, he's got. In it, he's yeah. got. He's um, you know, multi-millionaire <clears throat> artist. He's got, you know, definition and society-wise on cloud the most beautiful woman in the world, in Kim Kardashian, which I don't agree anyway. Because well, most beautiful woman here is like you know still in this room. Yes. Shout out, shout out, shout out to Bethel. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> best man. Sorry. Spice. <laughs> <laughs> and everything nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's actually, yes, that reminds me actually. Like, um, I don't know if you remember on like Facebook in particular, where there used to be certain accounts, and they used to say that like, Nigerian hot spice. Hey. made up from some random person who just thought you know what yeah let me gather yeah, spices let me together that I know basically it's actually not really what yeah, are. back in the day yeah then everyone had BBM it used to be that one girl that used to have a snapback that said obey it will be on everyone's DP yes <laughs> yes yes I remember that yeah and then the people would like fight to get themselves on that page mm-hmm. or get themselves yeah. in that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, account true. even to the point where I think they had like I saw they had like one versus two so they put like oh comment for one or two oh. which one so they picked two people from school so people, in, two people in your class people that you knew yep. or people from different schools like rivals pick which one they put one girl there one girl there one guy there one guy there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, how much do you feel that that affects um, especially insecurities and people's self-esteem a lot a lot a lot how that's that's crazy always do that in their group chat as well yeah they'll drop mm. the girls DP yeah to be honest mm. <laughs> I that's mean some of us girls we do it too hey please I don't do mm. that <laughs> no I'm <laughs> not in like a critical way I don't do it for Tinder super likes when it doesn't make sense I'm but so then, isn't that not kind of the same thing no. when a guy drops no. oh yeah this is the girl that tried to move to me still he didn't move to me he just super likes me not no but in the guy's group chat he won't know if I'm if, he won't even know if I don't like him you know if I don't swipe you you actually will never know yeah. you will never know you just think I don't go on my account <laughs> <laughs> but I feel, yeah. I feel like, yeah, like Divine said, yeah. A lot, definitely. Well, it plays a part, of course, yeah. Yeah. Because that's it, because growing up, you're innocent. You don't really know what you're doing. You're like, oh, yeah. Nice. You would think the opinion of those people defines who you are. Oh, I'm not beautiful because this person didn't say this or this person didn't say that. Mm-hmm. This person didn't comment under my picture or whatever. I feel like that and social media alone plays an insecurity on whether people think they are attractive or not that oh this person's out here getting 300 likes i only get 23. Mm. yeah just like the van said like you know how you see on instagram there's sort of like animations of i'm not sure i see a lot on my instagram on explore like there's a there'll be a girl animated like she's wearing glasses or she's wearing all her clothes but if she shows one certain skin she gets bad likes and I don't understand that why i don't like it when mm. girls do that because it's like the the sun paper obviously i remember growing up my dad said never go Past certain pages, mm-hmm. past certain pages, because of what when you start looking at your your mind goes mm-hmm. a bit of a sermon, like oh this is the girl I want. Very man, this, this girl doesn't exist. I think I even listened to like a was it the half cast podcast which has like poet in it, mm. um, and they were talking about like sort of defiltering your Instagram in the way that like if say for example there's a girl 
who's constantly posting pictures half naked and you're finding it you're starting to get it's a bit disturbing um either it's because you're trying to t- stay away from that sort of you know mindset or it's because you just don't like that kind of stuff on your even if that person's your friend um how much sort of um how can i put this how how much difference is it when people tend to force their attraction too much on someone else like in terms of do you feel like as if it actually makes other people feel insecure in the sense that like let's say for example if i'm a guy and i'm seeing another guy constantly post a picture of himself ripped and Topless. Not that I even care anymore to put this out. I'm, I'm quite nice and beautiful as I am. Come on. Amen. Amen. I'm dead. You didn't see so short. Because I. There we go. Cut. He's not talking about me. It's um, it's in the works. It's in the works. It's in come the works. On, come on, come on. Yeah. Um, Can you tell you now? I can't remember what I was even saying. Though. <laughs> Mind you, thinking about. <laughs> so when men don't post pictures and they're ripped and they're this and they're that. Yeah, like, I guess for me, before, it would be an issue for me, like in the sense that I'd be like, oh man, why am I not ripped? Mm. And you start going swimming because swimming was for me was that was that way of me getting ripped, made me feel more attractive, I guess, in that kind of sense. Yeah. Um. So how do you feel like, like when you were younger, do you feel like you was more suspect towards like insecurities and feeling yeah. down do about know? seeing people's content? I don't think I was, you know. I was. Do you know hmm. why? I was oblivious. Yeah, I was Like I was actually oblivious. You know, I didn't become like, you, like you have, you, I had like my little crushes like and all of that, but it was like, I was oblivious to self-awareness about my appearance and everything and it didn't spark until I was like 14, 15. Yeah, mine was at secondary school. When it, when it sparked, it didn't spark, like, it was kind of like I would go out and I would see my friends getting moved to and I would just feel t- take it to like, okay, I haven't blossomed. Like, I'll just think, okay, it's not my time yet, but my time will come. Amen. Amen. And it did. And it did. It did, but like, do you know what it was? I wasn't really that much bothered by it, though I still do remember there was like, there was like this whole pressure to look a certain way. Like girls started like, for instance, girls started wearing makeup, they started doing their hair, they started looking good and all of that. Going to Westfield on the weekends. On the weekends. Me and my friends, do you know how many times we'll do that? And and I'm like thinking, why am I in Westfield? I live in Hornchurch. that tier for just did nothing in Westfield. Yeah, so you know how long it takes me to get from Hornchurch to Westfield? <laughs> Lakeside is literally next door. Why am I in Westfield? We feel like we outgrew Lakeside, so we thought we'd branch out. Branch out! I'm going there after school, like I don't have college the next day. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to wrap it up, but I'm going to leave you um, to give some thoughts to the audience who, you know, maybe going through some tough times might not think that they're good enough or attractive enough to a certain person or to a certain demographic. What kind of advice would you give them? I one would by say, one. basically, go to where you're wanted. 
literally go to where you want it don't waste your time don't feel sad that certain people that you find attractive don't find you attractive it's actually all right not everybody's gonna find you attractive but the people that do find you attractive and you like back entertain it go there mm-hmm. literally the same go where you are wanted is mm-hmm. what you should follow mm-hmm. yeah just to add to what fee was saying sometimes where you're wanted may not even be your type say it again and then you know you find yourself in a better place than if you was to go for Thomas or if you was to go for Ricky you know what I'm saying mm. but also focus on you build yourself up yeah I think going off what those two said as well I think just focus on yourself because I feel like at this day and age the younger generation are just following yeah. the social media like the idea because obviously going back to what you said um, if like what Fee said I was oblivious to it I only became aware of it when I joined in the trend bizarre like on BBM if I'm going to quickly round it up quickly on BBM uh, someone would get a picture of you put it as a deep and be like yeah rate this guy and oh back then Nixon he wasn't working but it's only like then it's only I've come into I'd say I've come into my season mm-hmm. I've embraced who I am yeah and now to the point where it's like I wouldn't say people are attracted to me it's just that people are more attracted to my personality I'm more friendly I'm outgoing and you're like chill so I said just embrace who you are who you are yeah I definitely agree I definitely say be yourself sounds cliche but honestly these cliche things are there for a reason um being yourself gets you where you need to be not sorry where you want to be but where you need to be um and that's such an important part in terms of realising your beauty and realising how amazing you are everyone's beautiful it's just a matter of thank you you seeing that for yourself it's difficult yeah yeah Amen. <laughs> but you know um master self-love before you can truly love someone else it's true amen. or try to attract someone else uh that's my two cents come on but yeah just rounding up so um I'll let you guys leave your socials real quick Ooh. Hold on, let me get my, my iPhone now. So no, you, you got like five seconds. Um, so Snapchat is Fee D Oyekan. That is Fee D Oyekan. That's F I D O Y E K A N. Insta is House of Fee. So that is H O U S E dot O F dot F I. Again, House of Fee. Okay, we get it. Again. My Instagram is divine underscore Cyrus D I not D E. Thank you. And everything else you know is in the bio. The Snapchat is with there ready for you guys. I love it. I love it. I love it. I mean, technically, you already gave your social, but you know, missed it out. You know, we'll we'll give you you another chance. So, obviously, my Instagram here is no man's to be honest. That's N to the O to the M A D S. Full stop to be honest. And then we've got my Snapchat, same concept, but it's called ndemus. To be honest, so join the to be honest squad, man. <laughs> that was cringe. You just see the way Vessels was looking at you, know? Such a hater, man. Dirty, man. <laughs> Such a hater, man. But we go way back. I love you, man. <laughs> I love you too, man. Oh uh, yeah, so my social is Oli Tim Tim. No one cares. The what? <laughs> Yeah, they, then you go like, so next time on Tuesday, you know, Nixon will not be here. Just so. You call me out, like, say no more. Yeah. Say no more. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you scratch. Can't say What? You scratch. Bro. Yeah. I'm just thinking about how I'm going to deal with you, innit? But, anyways, <laughs> so just finishing up now. Um, thanks for having us. And, uh, Thank you. Thanks to 75W Radio. 
shout them out and um yeah we'll see you soon bye Peace. bye, bye.